Deep in the heart of Appalachia, guys set on a quest to create the greatest podcast. Uh, sorry, dude. I thought we agreed on the correct pronunciation of Appalachia. No, dude. We, we've talked about this. We've talked about this over and over and over. It's, it's pronounced Appalachia. Listen, freaking angels and the women got together. That's how we got Bigfoot. That's how we got vampires. That's why we got all of this stuff. These ancient Appalachian mountains that are literally older than bones. There's old entities here. You start finding out more about them, they start finding out more about you. Good Lord, sir. (laughs) This goose has gone rabbit. You think you're just going to run up with your little sword on the king of the goose squad? Listen, the old entities of Middle Appalachia are unexplainable. Mm. They are eerie. Breach. And they are one of these things that will keep us, the hill folks, and the people who live in the area constantly searching for answers. Mm that they probably will never, ever find. And this is why we love Appalachian Intelligence. Hello, folks, and welcome back to Appalachian Intelligence. We hope you enjoyed the last episode with Adam Stokes. Um, Ryan, I had a lot of fun on that episode. I don't know about you, but I had a blast. I did. Uh, Adam's a great guy, very knowledgeable. Um and just one of those people that just uh, can draw a conversation out of thin air. You know, he's he knows his stuff. He's right there. He's a great dude. Oh, yeah, definitely. He, uh, I thought his take on a lot of the, the things that he had on Bigfoot, on, you know, certain cryptids, uh, on giants in general, and where they came from and how that all ties together, I thought was fantastic. I mean, I, I had a blast talking to him. Um, and I was serious. You know, it's it's an open door for him anytime he wants to come back on. So, Adam, if you're listening again, keep that in mind. Um, we told you all a couple pod, or a couple episodes ago that we were going to start reading some uh, five star reviews, uh, ratings, and re- and start reading reviews uh, to the five star ratings left. So, staying true to that, uh, this one is from Ms. Ike. So that's there's a whole lot of eyes in that, Ms. Ike. Uh, it says, great pod. Nice balance of hilarious and serious. Awesome topics as well. Looking forward to more episodes. Keep up the great work, fellas. Uh, this one is from a cuneiform. Uh, Ms. Ike, sorry. It must, thank you for that. Uh, we appreciate the review. We, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, and we... I would say that we try to balance it out, but you know, it's just us. I mean, we, we find these topics, we think they're interesting uh, and they are interesting, but we're still us. We're going to laugh and joke and cut up and have a good time. So, I mean, that's just, that's just who we are, but I'm glad that you enjoy it. Uh, This one is from a cuneiform. This is uh, this says this Yankee gal loves these Southerners. I just watched the doc missing 411 and did a search on podcast to see what else is out there because I have a special place in my heart for Southern accents and Appalachia. I tuned in. I hope y'all get some sponsorships like Dan and Lindsay on scared to death. 
I also love Scared to Death and Dan and Lindsay. I, I listen weekly. I never miss an episode. Uh, so you can continue waxing poetic while making a good living. Good luck, guys. A fan in Philadelphia. Yes, I said Philly. Well, Cuneiform, we thank you so much for the review. Um, also, the accents, we, we, that's not staged either. That's Again, it's just us. <laughs> we apologize to everyone else. There's nothing we can do about it. That's, <laughs> that's us. Hey, it worked for Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yeah. So that's, so that's two that we hadn't read before um, that we'll share at the beginning of this one. That's what we're going to start doing each episode is sharing a, a review or two um, that was left. So if you want your review uh, shared on the podcast, on episode, leave one there and uh, we'll get to it. That's, that's what we'll do. Um, we did have a guest scheduled for this episode tonight. Unfortunately, she fell ill, had to postpone. Um, we're praying for her. Hope she feels better. Our, our best and well wishes are with her. Um, I was really looking forward to the conversation, but it's still going to happen. We're, we'll still get around to it. Um, but, you know, the show must go on. It must go on. We're trying to do these things. You know, we we tiptoed back or we danced a, a line back and forth from the beginning saying we were going to drop episodes weekly. Well, then it was too much work. We're going to do it bi-weekly. Well, we're really trying to do it weekly. Um, you know, that's what we've done the last few episodes that we've recorded. Uh, so that's what we're going to continue to try to do. Um, so we hope that you guys are tuning in each week. We hope that you enjoy the content. You know, we're trying to get better and better at what we do. Um, I love having guests on here because it le- it keeps me from rambling like I'm doing right now in a lot of times. Uh, but anyway, even if we don't have guests, I mean, we still have a good time. We're still going to talk about interesting things. Oh, yeah. And we're going to have a blast doing it. So after that super, super, super long intro, yeah. I apologize. Apologize. Today, Ryan, tell the folks what we're talking about. We are going to discuss the strange happenings along the 37th parallel. Mm-hmm. Which let's put this in mind. So one side of the world, let's go all the way over to uh North South Korea on the border. That's the 37th parallel. Come all the way through the Middle East. Across Asia, across Russia, through the Middle East, come through the United States, and yes, folks, we're right in the heart of it. Yep. Uh, all the way to just south of San Jose, California. So that would make your whole loop. And I think I read it's about a hundred and fifty mile real estate between thirty six. And 38. Yeah. So that parallel running. So that's a. And when we talk the 37th parallel, what that is, is, you know, you're talking about coordinates. You're talking about a a grid on a map. The parallel is the you you have latitude and longitude and your latitude line is your parallel. So it's just that imaginary line. Yeah, it's that imaginary line like the equator that wraps 
around the globe. Sorry, flat earthers. It wraps around the globe. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you can prove me wrong. If you can come on here and prove me wrong. There wouldn't be coordinate points if Earth was flat. Just stop, people. (laughs) Just stop. I mean, it could be if you don't like grid paper, bro. What did they they tweet earlier? (laughs) Oh, that's been a few. That's been a few years ago. Uh, Me and Ryan Ryan were talking about this earlier. I said one of my favorite NASA tweets (laughs) ever. Um the Flat Earth Society had put a, a post on Twitter that said, we have members all across the globe. And NASA retweeted that <laughs> or quoted the tweet and said, go back and read that again carefully. <laughs> so, hey, look, I'm open to all possibilities. I mean, if you take grid paper, you can still have coordinates, I'm, I'm thinking. But, you know, that's just me, Ryan. That's just me. But when we're talking about the 37th parallel, like Ryan stated, it goes, you know, it it goes across the border of North and South Korea, goes all across the world. Um, It actually goes through um, Granada, Spain. Yes. uh, Fukushima, Japan. And keep the keep those two in mind. Yes. Uh, And like we said, between the border of North and South Korea and also. When we're talking the U.S. in general, um, if you put a if you put a pin on the Atlantic coast at the Virginia North Carolina border and stretch it all the way across the U.S. and place the pin just south of San Jose, California, that's the thirty seventh parallel. So anything that falls, like Ryan said, within a hundred and fifty mile north south radius of that you're in the 37th parallel so you're pretty much talking splitting the u.s in half you know kind of the way that that i see it and look at it but particularly what we're going to be talking with this 37th parallel today is the high strangeness that happens along everything from ghosts to ufos to bigfoot to portals to uh, these vortexes of energy, um, you know, anything that you can think of or imagine in the paranormal world has been documented or, or accounted along this 37th parallel, okay? And specifically, you know, our show, we're, we're Appalachian boys, and this show is called Appalachian Intelligence. So, of course, we're interested and what's going on in Appalachia, because that's where we are. That's where we live. And we are dead center, that 37th parallel. We're actually almost on the line, and we're like the epicenter. (laughs) So with that, um, we – I don't want to dive too too deep into this, Ryan. (laughs) Well, what we've been talking about, you know – talking about synchronicity uh the uh mammoth cave national park is epicenter yeah yeah of that line and how often have we been talking about mammoth cave here recently uh the last two months we've it makes me want to go down there and just start walking these caves i've actually been to mammoth cave i've been in mammoth cave i i walked inside did a tour 
inside the cave. I have pictures of it and have a magnet on my fridge saying, Hey, I've been there. Cause Monica has this, you know, everywhere we go, she has to get a magnet. My aunt like, does that like souvenirs. <laughs> so it's awesome. It's, it's super cool in there, you know, but this is before that, that we had kind of, or I had, had dove into this realm of, you know, all these different, all the, the realm of high strangeness, we'll say. Um, and something that I don't want to go too far into this because I, I want a lot of it to be uh, surprising to the audience as it keeps building. But me and Ryan have been thinking toward and working toward a project. Um, and we're kind of building off of a couple different teams and crews that have investigated and researched and done work in the area, in our area, in our backyard. So with that, you know, taking in all their information, all their data that they have discovered and put out there, you know, who best to, to follow through or, or even finish through and to, to look more and, and deeper into these things than two guys that live in it. I mean, it's literally in our backyard. And, you know, when you're talking about Appalachia in general, you know, just kind of taking a little sidebar here for a second. You got to think about where the Appalachian people come from, how they originated. You know, we come from the, the largest percentage of ethnic background in the Appalachian area is Scots Irish, German, or Germany, um, you know, even Africa. You know, a lot of people don't know it, but the banjo, a staple in bluegrass music, you can't have a, a bluegrass song without a banjo, came from Africa. It originated from Africa. They took gourds, hollowed them out, put animal skin on the front of it, and tied whatever string they could to it to get that, that sound. So that's where the banjo originated. So when you start talking about these different European cultures, you know, these, these places that we came from, our ancestors and these African ancestors that we have. You look at their beliefs, you look at their lives, their lifestyle, you know, what, what they believe. And you take Scots Irish, for example, they talk about the Fae and fairies, you know, all the, they believe all this stuff. Like, you know, it's just like me and you talking about the weather, you know, this yeah. stuff is real. They, Every UFO encounter that people might talk about or Bigfoot encounter or anything at all paranormal, they attribute that to fairies. You know, it, it's some form of fairy folk. Uh, you take Germany, you know, the, it, they're deep into, um, you know, spirits. And, and that's what we've talked about. Poltergeist. That's where the word comes from. Poltergeist is German for noisy ghost i mean so and and africa you know that's they're deep in that spiritual connection with mm -hmm. their dead ancestors with the afterlife with all these different things so you look at appalachian people and you look at the majority of those folks that are here living in this area in the area of appalachia and their background their roots is deeply, deeply spiritual and a belief that the world and what we know to be true may be a lot bigger 
than than what we grow up hearing and believing or what science may tell us or what you may read, you know, in a in anything nonfiction. <laughs> so just starting off with that and in this area in general, you know, that's something that I want to throw out there. So when you you hear these stories, and look, don't get me wrong, I'm sure when the sailors were first here and everything was witchcraft and everything was, which is still going on to this day, by the way. Um, one of the biggest, uh, how do I put this? One of the biggest covens, we'll call it, of self-proclaimed witches is really, really close to us in Eastern Kentucky. So, I mean, you still have those practices going on. And even if they are just, you know, half involved or they just they don't even know what they're doing or getting into the rituals are still being performed they still have the books they're still doing the spells they're still doing these ceremonies so what is that invoking i mean we well, don't we let's don't know. let's just i mean let's just call it what it is it's all hooey it's hooey but is it it, it is <laughs> listen folks if you have cancer, go to the doctor. Don't take a crystal from one of these crazy bastards. Go to the doctor. This is that. That's all crap. And I'm, I'm not gonna. You know what? I'm gonna stop saying it that way. I don't want to shit on anybody's beliefs that hard. You know that's not right. Uh, in my opinion. Uh, just don't believe any of that is real. But just because you don't believe it, it doesn't mean that they don't believe it. Oh, I know. And I so believe if, that they do believe it. So if they believe it, then what's the power behind that belief? Um, mass hysteria? <laughs> it, could, <laughs> it could be. It could be. That's or, what I'm thinking. Or... There could be a this this spiritual world out there that what they're doing is bringing some things about, keeping some certain energies and and forces around. So when we're talking that Appalachia in general, but we're also talking about you know the thirty seventh parallel as a whole. So Ryan. I'll let you talk about some of the things and some of the places, and I'll throw in some that if if you don't cover them all, some of the things, some of the places along the 37th parallel that have went on, that have been documented. So, as I said before, um, the Mammoth Cave National Park in Kentucky is on there. Uh, east of that, you have uh, Fort Knox. The Pentagon, Washington, D.C. in general. That's huge. Um, yes. There's uh, the notorious New Mexico uh, Dolce base. It's supposed to be an Air Force base. Um, I don't know of any Air Force base. I was in the Air Force. I've never heard of this base. So I'm not sure what everybody's talking about. Sorry about that. 
something was going on with this headset. <laughs> we can edit you're, that. You're good. Or just, you're good. or just leave it. I don't care. You're good. You're okay. So uh, you have the four corners. We're Colorado, Utah, New Mexico, and uh, is it Nevada? Nevada? Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. Arizona meetup. Uh, Colorado's uh, Mesa Verde. Uh, Aztec, New Mexico, where there were reports of an unidentified object crashing in 1948. And let's see. you guessed it, Area 51. That's right on that line. Let's see. Uh, the Moab and Canyonlands National Park in Utah. The Grand Canyon is along the 37th parallel. And uh, that could be why Evil Knievel never made it. That was. <laughs> yeah. Just That's wasn't. That's possible. <laughs> Just wasn't putting enough vibes out in the universe, man. I don't know. But Was, wasn't in the cards for you, either. No, wasn't in the cards. They didn't it's like gonna... your name. They didn't like your name. <laughs> they wanted to be the only evil there. And here you come with your stupid name, evil, trying to mock their evil, and they wasn't having it. Sorry. With your cool motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's uh, – Joslin, Missouri. Is that the name? Joplin or Joslin, Missouri? I think it's Joplin, Missouri with the spook lights. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. those were like decades apart and then extending on out eastward. And all this stuff that we're mentioning, guys, like we're not going to go in depth on every single one of these. We're just trying to show the brevity of all the things that have went on along the 37th parallel. But any of these things – that you want to look up for yourself and check out on your own, do it because they're all interesting. And we could literally do an episode on each of these places. And, and we may <laughs> at some point, we may very well do that. Yeah, we don't know where this rabbit hole is going. We have an idea. Yeah. We, we have an idea. Um, but places outside of, well, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll mention another one really fast that a lot of people are familiar with. And that's Skinwalker Ranch. Um, Skinwalker Ranch, you know, there's been so many docs, you know, documentaries on it, books written. Uh, I was listening to a guy the other day that actually bought the property neighboring the ranch just so he could sit in his dining room and look out the back window and see what's going on. And some of the stories that he has are just insane, man. I mean, you're talking a, a place that that they claim that there's portals and all these different unidentified objects, you know, flying objects, all these cryptids, um, you know, portals opening up and, and upright walking dogs that, you know, I like to call dog man, uh, <laughs> walking out of, you know, all these different things that are going on in, in one area, one location. But, you know, that, that one is super well known. But you hear all those same stories right around here where we live, maybe not in one central location, but I've heard stories from and plan on having a lot of them. If they'll agree, you know, that's the th- also the thing about where we live, you know, people want to be, you know, they'll tell in, in private or in confidence, these stories, 
but you're like, Hey, you want to come on the podcast? And ah, well, you know, I, I don't know. I've got this, uh, this <laughs> reputation to keep, you know, not everybody wants to let their crazy out. Like, like me. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you hear stories of all these things in our area too, you know, where we live. Like I said, you know, we're building off of two teams that have some crazy, insane stories and synchronicities and connections and all these things that happened over the course of months and years worth of of work and research. So, I mean, yeah, Skinwalker Ranch is really cool. Um, outside of the U.S., you have, you know, I mentioned Granada, Spain earlier, and there were dozens of documented ufo sightings there in 1976 um and then fukushima japan that might ring a little clearer because it was more recent in 2011 there was an earthquake and a nuclear disaster there and then you know north and south korea the border we all know what's been going on there for you know generations now yeah but it's just what's the dmz right there yeah yeah exactly but this 37th parallel, man, I mean, it actually has been dubbed the paranormal highway, uh, the extraterrestrial highway, you know, all these different names to describe this parallel for all the accounts. And now, look, I'm not saying that there's not paranormal accounts that come that that don't come from anywhere else in the world. It just seems like along this. This imaginary line that wraps around the earth. There's just a crazy amount. Um, you know, I know that you have been looking into a guy. Uh, what was his name? Chuck Zakowski. Chuck Zakowski. Uh, he's got, a, well, just a little north of 30 years in research. Um, he pretty much got started a long time. He used to be a uh, sheriff's deputy. And I think it was—I think it was like a volunteer thing, you know. It's not a very big town. It was out in Colorado, like auxiliary. Yeah, and um, so these cattle keep getting—well, uh, it just happens to be cattle. It doesn't have to be livestock, and I'll get into that later. But um, these cattle were getting mutilated, and the sheriff station had, you know dubbed it one thing and he just happened to say you know i disagree with that i believe it could be something like this he got fired well that kind of struck a fire and you know piqued his interest because nobody's wanting to look into what's going on so he started to so one of the things he found early on and it's still true today anytime they're found is the cattle are always pointing west Hmm. Yeah, so always pointing west, they're always fighting. Yeah, so like the legs, you know, if they're there or whatever, the underside of the belly would be pointing west. That's crazy. Wow, does he have any theories behind that? He, um, he does not. It's uh, he goes, I'm not, he goes, I don't know. He goes, that's just one of the things that rings true every time. The hmm. other thing that rings true is, um, Nine out of ten of these mutilations, like livestock especially, so uh, like these ranchers will know what sections their cattle are grazing. So 
they would know those cattle are there. But the ranchers would take these investigators and say, over here is where it was mutilated, like through fences and everything. And then point C would be where they would find the carcass closer to where point A would have been. And there's, it's always drained of blood. Now I did read in some of these cattle mutilations or maybe all, I don't don't know, but there's like circular sized holes in some of these, like in their rib cage or their side or whatever, and organs removed almost with like surgical precision. And they're also drained of blood, right? Well, that's what he was saying. His theory is that whatever is going on, it's all about the blood. Sorry, I had something going on here. Um, his theory is it's all about the blood. Yeah. He, his theory, when he, they tear these things apart, drain the blood, he thinks they take those organs just like, you know, just to make you think they're after all that mutilated, but it's really, he thinks it's about the blood somehow. So does he think that these are extraterrestrials doing this, that they are alien? <laughs> He said he will not say that. Um, well, I mean, I did I did read, like, you know, I didn't listen or, or look into this guy, you know, as big as you did or as much as you did. But I was trying to read up some on him and, um, you know, kind of get his take. And from what, I, from what I saw, even though there's a ton of people out there calling him, you know, this crazy UFO guy, you yeah. know, he, go, he goes about everything from what I could tell really skeptically kind of you know he 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 went oh. about it like he was um conducting a case with law enforcement you know in, yeah that's like, trying what. to gain trying to gain evidence trying to do all this different stuff so i mean for me that's that's what that's what you would want in an investigation well you know when they first when that episode first started up you know they're just those two guys talking um and they call him and bring him on. And it was kind of, I was like, oh man, I don't know if I want to sit through this or not. But I get, you know, I was like, no, nope, I just need to figure out what he's talking about. And as he started talking and he come out and talked about these investigations, he goes into everything. He's like, whether I believe what somebody's trying to tell me when I go out on an investigation or not, he goes, I go into it open-minded. So, yeah. for example, this one lady had told him uh, she uh, is a medium and she was psychically connected to a family of Bigfoot. Nice. And um, we, we need to talk to this lady. I don't think he gave her name. Um, oh, man. But. I go, Chuck. What they were wanting to do was uh, the Bigfoot family. They were wanting to meet some investigators to try and calm this stuff down. So he's like, okay. <laughs> you know, and he's, he's like, this lady's crazy. However, he and uh, his friend get there, the other uh, investigator. They get there. She's like, uh, you know, she has the GPS in her head. She knows where to go. She'll let them know 
blah de blah. And uh, they get to where they're going. They get so she tells them it's right here. They're not twenty feet from the truck. When she just dead stops, he says she goes pale white, and she's like, "We've we got to leave. We've got to get out of here. We got to get like." And said she was in a panic, like having a panic attack, can't breathe. She's like crying, scared to death. He's like, I don't understand what's going on right now. Um, that's when they hear off in the distance this god-awful noise. And he never said it was a Bigfoot running, it was doing this. He said it was either a, a, a elk or a large deer, male deer. Um, because the way that it was grunting, those noises, you know how they'll get like when they're uh, fighting and things, their, their sounds change. Yeah. Um, he says, that's what was going through my mind. And he said, and my friend later said, that's what he thought too. And he said, and, but right mid scream. And he said, it was just tearing through the woods, like dead sprint. He said, but right mid scream, it was just cut off hmm. and every, everything went quiet wow he said and that's when we decided let's just go on back because she kept saying we just we gotta go we can't be here and she later told him she's like i feel like uh i thought we were gonna die she's like that's what i got from whatever we just walked into she goes i don't understand what's happening yeah that's crazy so, I, you know, he never discounted the story or anything. In my mind, the whole time I'm thinking is she taught, she got in touch with him to tell him that she's psychically connected to a family of Bigfoot. She has a psychic GPS location. That could be a major setup. It could be. Yeah, it could be. Or it couldn't be. Or it may not be. It may have been uh, she was being honest or she actually felt that way. But if it was her being legit, then that's crazy that she's like, oh, we got to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But now, man, I mean, look, I'm, I'm no psychic by any means. You know, I don't have never claimed to be, never will. No medium. I'm no, you know, I can't. Whatever. That's, that's not where I operate. <laughs> but I can tell you that there's certain times in my life where I've just had these gut feelings and, and I believe that most everybody does like, you know, just this primal instinct kicks in, like something bad's getting ready to go down. You know, something bad's getting the, the energy don't feel right. Something is something's off. It's, it's time to go or it's time to, to be on edge or have my head on a swivel or, you know, there's, you just, people get these feelings. It's just a primal instinct that takes over. It's like a spotty sense. Yeah, and I think we all have that. So, would that not kind of be a, a a type of sixth sense foreshadowing kind of premonition that your body that your body is biologically telling you, "Hey, something's wrong. Something's off." You know, it's it's our basic animal instincts. So, 
Yeah, I'm not I mean, saying that that can't be. I'm not saying that that can't be amplified to an extent where, you know, maybe some people can operate in that area. I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, there's these uh, guys I who think, give accounts of uh, the uh, astro projection. So the uh, yeah. what? It, what do they call it? Uh, just projecting, right? Yeah. 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 On an astral plane, I would assume. Well, there's some accounts of people being able to, like Buddhist monks, being able to create a body double, which is nuts. That's actually called something. I can't remember exactly what that's called, but accounts of people being in two different places at the same time, same person. And these Buddhist monks are are some that are accounted, which, I mean, those guys, if, if you believe everything that's written about them, goodness gracious, that's nuts. That's a different type of, of mental prowess there. But I, I was interested, and I meant to I, – I wanted to wait till kind of the, the end to do it, but I want to do it right now just because you are more of a skeptic in, in all of this. You know, I know you love it. I know you find it interesting. I know you enjoy, you know, having these conversations and all this stuff. But let's just be real, you know, and anybody out there listening already knows at this point, any of our audience knows. Ryan is way more skeptical than I am when it comes to most things, like everything. <laughs> but I, but I want to ask you, OK. So we have all these accounts. If if one percent of all these accounts are true, that's a lot. That's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So why do you think or why do you believe that this 37th parallel, this imaginary line that, that really means nothing on a map, except if you're lost and trying to give coordinates, why do you think there's so much activity or alleged activity? Why do you think there's so much along this line? You know, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know how that would tie into or what, you know, how that would amount to anything, how it affect anything. It doesn't, I mean, it's just a, it just, it's just like, just imagine a, a virtual map around the globe. It's just points on that. It's or. <laughs> Probably not, but go ahead. <laughs> no, we were talking. We were talking with some of our um, some of our research that that we've been looking into for this this project that we've been working on, and that's what that's all we're going to call it for. Who knows how long is is our project? The project. The the project. The project of projects. But you know, I was talking about you know in tying all these different places, all these cities um, together. You know, I was talking about ley lines. Well, you know, ley lines is this huge uh, belief, especially with, you know, um, pagans and, and a lot of these ancient people. And, and if you look and believe what, you know, some of these people are saying, you know, a lot of these ancient structures or uh, ceremonial, you know, ritualistic places, um, that they're placed or, or built on, they claim to be built on ley lines, that there's just this energy, this energy is different. There's these, you know, energy vortexes 
you know, all this different stuff is what is what's claimed. So when I started actually looking into more of uh, more research into our project, you know, I started looking at ley lines and you look at some maps and they're literally they have so many on there that you can't even tell that there's a map underneath all the crisscrossing lines. If that's yeah. the case, the entire world is a ley line. Yeah. So it, it really doesn't matter. They should have just like blotted out earth and then <laughs> yeah. been like, there you go. There's your ley lines. Yeah. But <clears throat> in doing that, that's how I came across the 37th parallel. And I mean, when you claim or when you have people dubbing it, you know, the paranormal highway, the extraterrestrial highway, you know, to me, it feels like there's something important about what that what's going on. I wonder if there's mounds. I wonder if there's mounds across. <clears throat> you know, we just talked with Adam about, about the mound builders. Hey, by the way, have you been at Poplar Gap by the house this way? Yeah, I have. Not recently, but I have a lot. So now they've got that road connected. It's paved uh-huh. all the way. When yeah. you get up there, you know what I just, I've gone by this. A million times. And right as you go by that one giant shop where they build the uh, trailers and things. Yeah. Um, as you go down that, over to your left, where they've done all this work, that's now a gigantic mound. Really? Yeah, I forgot to tell you about that today. But I was like, <laughs> that's, this that's is cool. Are we building mounds now? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> maybe, there's giant, <clears throat> maybe there's giant bones in there somewhere, bro. Yes. Uh, before I did that, what were you saying? <laughs> no, I was just talking about what led uh, the connection. And oh. I, I will say this. I will say this. I was looking to see if all these places were connected via ley lines. And what I found was they, in fact, are connected by the 37th parallel. Every, oh. every place <clears throat> that I've been looking and, and and many, many, many more. You know, you're talking, you're talking DC, the Pentagon, you know, all these places. And if you believe a lot of uh, the occult symbolism that's put out there on the building and the architecture and the structures of DC, I mean, dude, that's it's crazy. It's all nuts. But that's that's neither here nor there. But another thing that we've been looking at that connects all this stuff, <laughs> it's just nuts how everything, you know. Call it what you want. Call it coincidence. Call it synchronicity. Call it, you know, if you're looking at enough stuff, uh, it's all going to start tying together. <clears throat> Call it what you will. But there have been things, and you know as well as I do, there have been things over the course of the last, we'll say, three weeks that have happened that I have no way to explain it. I mean, you know, just things coming about that you know, we were just talking about or, you know, had, had just listened to or read up on or, you know, all these different things. That's just boom. It's it's happening. And in a lot of cases, it's almost like we already have things in place. For what just happened or, or for what's happening to happen before we know what's going to happen, yeah. if that if that makes any sense at all. <laughs> So with this, you know, a lot of what we've, and we've talked about it and mentioned it in a lot of different episodes that we've done, dude, in Missing 411, in, uh, you know, talking about Bigfoot, talking about 
the missing persons along the the Appalachian Trail. You know, a lot of the episodes that we've done, we've mentioned Mammoth Cave. Now, for those that don't know what Mammoth Cave is, it's eastern central Kentucky, more central Kentucky. Um, But it's this cave system that they have mapped. They have explored and mapped over 400 miles of this cave system. They believe and project that this cave system runs all the way up into the northeast and also eastern and, and into the Midwest. I mean, it literally literally just spans out like a spider web. So, also, Fort Knox is only like 50 miles from Mammoth Cave, and we know that there's all kinds of underground tunnels below Fort Knox. So, take that for, with, you know, for what you will. Um, and I've also been looking a lot into dumbs, into deep underground military bases. That's Dude. just dumb. <laughs> oh, it's dumbs. <laughs> it is dumbs for sure. Oh, okay. Really? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, hold on. go hold ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hold up. Hold up. Oh crap! I can't tell the story anymore. No, you can't tell it. I, maybe you can. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, <laughs> with these, with this mammoth cave system, okay, and how much it stretches and and expands out which also goes along with the dumbs, but let's forget about the dumbs for a second. With this cave system, there is so much unexplored subterranean area under our feet that we have no idea about. I mean, they project this thing. It's already the, mo- the, the biggest documented cave system in the entire world. Yeah. But they still believe that there's so much, you know, triple that quadruple that maybe out there that has been unexplored so almost anything that you could think of i mean how much could hide in a totally unexplored cave system and you talk about like i've i've seen and heard accounts and we haven't talked about ufos and extraterrestrials i don't think we've done an episode yet we haven't talked much about them at all no but you see so many accounts of people talking about these things coming from underground or under the water that, you know, yeah. Now I'll, you hear a lot of accounts. They're in the sky. Of course, they're unidentified flying objects or what the government wants to call now UAPs. What's that? I don't even know what that stands for. I ain't using their UAP crap. They're just trying <laughs> to make it. They're just trying to get the, I don't know. Anyway, but there's so many accounts of these things coming from underground of some sort from under the water from underground um and a lot of people say well these things came in and out of portals well what if it wasn't necessarily a portal what if it was just under the ground same thing with bigfoot sightings and accounts or other cryptid sightings and accounts they're talking about you know how they kind of phase in or some some accounts we'll talk about how they phase in and out of these portals well what if what if it's just cave systems you know what if they're just ducking in and out wherever they want to because they know this subterranean area environment they know where openings are they know where exits are maybe that's why you know in some of these bigfoot accounts you see them one second and then they're just gone there's no trace maybe that's why you see a footprint here and look i'm not saying that 
there isn't something metaphysical in all this because I do believe in other dimensions, in the possibility of portals. I believe in these things. I know you don't as much or at all, but even if it wasn't that, even if these were just, you know, creatures that we haven't, you know, discovered, identified, put a name and a label on them, have them in a lab, whatever. Maybe that's how they stay hidden. Maybe, maybe they have to come out and do certain things or whatever. They're trying to be secretive about it. You know, (laughs) I don't know. Oh, these poor fellas. (laughs) They were just trying to do their business and go home. Maybe, maybe they had to make a store trip. They had to make a trip, get some bread and milk because they were out (laughs) at their underground store and people trying to see them. I mean, you don't know. Yeah. But no, it is crazy. I mean, it is crazy. Okay. What were you going to say before I rudely cut you off and kept going? Holy crap. That was so long ago. Um, It was something about dumbs. No, it was before that. The ley lines. Oh, okay. Now, one thing that did occur to me when we were talking about ley lines the other day that I yet again forgotten to mention to you, that what better place to do it than here? Um, you know, those are like man-made things. So if I really wanted to tie things together, I would just draw a line from the pyramids to Stonehenge, right? Yeah. And some I, people do that. Yeah. I mean, that that's, that's what they're calling a ley line. So, I mean, I'm just saying we can't put too much faith in that. You know, it's – or I don't think. My well, opinion. I mean, I'm kind of with you on the whole ley lines thing because, like I said earlier, you know, I was looking up a couple maps and you know, some were more believable than others. Within <laughs> others, like I said, it looked like my five-year-old that I just handed her a a picture of the earth map, you know, a flat earth, we'll say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she just took a bunch of markers and started <laughs> scribbling all over it. Like that's literally what some of these maps look like. <laughs> so in that case, no, I, I can't believe that because if if we're going to say that there's importance in these things and that ancient structures, temples, uh, religious places, you know, all these things, mounds, that, all these things that are built on these things for some important reason to, you know, absorb these energies from the earth or to be markers for extraterrestrials or whatever you want to say, if we're going to use them as markers, then they can't be all over the world. That doesn't make any sense. Just scattered about. But a one straight line around the earth parallel where a bunch of crazy crap has happened. That to me makes sense. That to me says, okay, there's something and I can't tell you what it is. I have no idea. But to me, there's something there. There has to be something to it. There has to be. Because 
we know how many stories come out of the, out of our area. We know that Kentucky as a whole is, is crazy insane. Some of the stories that come out of all of Kentucky, you know, all, all from border to border, east to west, there are all kinds of stories. We know that when you get out to, you know, the Four Corners area and the, the Skinwalker Ranch area, we know how many stories come from there. Even, you know, the Grand Canyon. There's all, all kinds of stories that come from the Grand Canyon about, you know, giant skeletons that have been found in the Grand Canyon, uh, parts and pieces and remnants of what they believe to be ancient civilizations inside the Grand Canyon. You know, so there's something important. There, there has to be in that, like you said earlier, that 150-mile radius from the 36th to the 38th parallel, there has to be something to it. I just don't know what it is. I know there's all kinds of accounts. But just to be clear, folks, I just gave the parameters. I didn't say there had to be something going on. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. That was you me. You dragged me down in your crazy boat. That was me. I'll take this one. Um, it is weird that it would be so synchronistic or. I don't know. Maybe bad luck is just a straight shooter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh, that was pretty good. I'll be here every Friday, folks. <laughs> um. Well, you take. I mean, you take. Um, you know, the area, area fifty-one, Roswell, that area all the lore around it, all the lore around Skinwalker Ranch, all the lore around the Dulce Air Base, you know, all the, all, when you watch a documentary on any of this stuff, that's the places that they're going to. That's where hundreds and thousands of accounts are coming from. That's where entire, I don't know where Phoenix is. Remember the Phoenix lights that happened a few years ago? Oh yeah. When literally an entire city. I mean, I know Phoenix is in Arizona, but I don't know where it's at (laughs) on that 37th parallel boundary. (laughs) Dummy. (laughs) Duh. I mean, if you listen to a what's her name, that country artist, there is no Arizona. So there you go. (laughs) But you've got an entire city almost that witnessed these crazy lights in the sky that nobody could account for. Nobody knew. And now look, look, I am a firm believer that militaries worldwide, not just the U S military, not just, I mean, militaries worldwide, I believe have technologies way more advanced than what we know about. I mean, I believe that they're probably decades advanced than what we know of. What are you doing, man? Are you hearing that? What? It keeps sounding like somebody opens that door. Yeah, they're trying to make you a believer. They're trying to make you a believer. I have no time for that. Piss off, ghost. Your man cave's haunted. (laughs) The haunted man cave. (laughs) But anyway, you know, I I know that a lot of these accounts are probably 
military that they're not ready to step up and say, oh, well, that was us because they don't want to say that they have that technology yet. I know yeah. that that they're not want that they're trying to keep their cards close to their chest, that everything is a. Uh, um, they shouldn't be, tell anybody what they have. Yeah, exactly. And, and I'm cool with that. I'm fine with that. As long as they're not using it on me or citizens of the world, <laughs> I'm good with that. Whatever. <laughs> but I will say some of this stuff too is just, it's nuts. Some of these accounts, some of these cases, they're just insane. There's, there's no military behind it. Dude, you're starting to freak me out. Hold on. I can't tell if it's just these. I don't know. I don't know. Man, I wish my other headphones were working. It's stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> it doesn't help that I'm super high. Okay. And <laughs> that probably doesn't help. Uh, man, it's about time though. Uh, yeah. I don't think those other gummies are working anymore. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's just to me. It's crazy. We started looking into this whole thing. Um, like I said, paranormal experiences, you know, ghosts, demons, you know, all this stuff, whatever you want to call that realm. Um, you know, the cryptid sightings, the UFO sightings, the cattle mutilations, the, oh, another thing that I wanted to talk about. Nah, I'll save that for the, we're going to do a dumb episode. That's what we're going to call it. The dumb episode. Dumb episode. Yeah. We're, we're doing, we're doing one and I've got a lot to talk about on that one because dumb it down. I'm going to, I'll just throw this one out there real fast. Do you remember? I don't know. Well, I don't know if you were back. How long have you been back in this area? Can't remember if it was 2020 or 2021. I've been here. I've been at work mm. a year now, right? Yeah. Or is it April? April will make a year. Yeah. April will make a year. So you might not have been around when this whole thing happened. But I don't remember exactly what time of day. I think it was the evening. Um, I mean, I worked where we work now. I had come home. Was sitting right here. I might have actually been sitting in the same spot that I am right now in my living room. And all of a sudden, dude, there was this gigantic, just sounded like an explosion and little tremor. Like the pictures on the wall rattled. I mean, it was and it was nuts. And people felt that and heard that in a couple, like couple surrounding counties. I mean, huge. There was never an actual explanation given for that. None. Now, look, I know that we have a ton of abandoned mines around here. Maybe one of them could have fell in, whatever. But when these things happen, people are are investigating, trying to figure out. Because with these abandoned mines, if if they do collapse and stuff like that, you could have, you know, gas leaks, you know, all these different things going on. Um, one thing that 
that meteorologists, a couple of different meteorologists claimed that it was a, uh, oh crap. What did they call it? An ice quake, maybe ice quake, snow quake, something like that. And what that was is when the temperature drops dramatically and then warms back up dramatically and then drops again or something along those lines. It's crazy temperature uh, fluctuations that causes the ice under the earth to expand and contract and, and, you know, all this different blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, a couple of them were saying, oh, that's what it was. Definitely an ice quake. Well, then you had a couple more coming back to them being like, there's, there's no way that was an ice quake because the temperature hasn't done, it hasn't dropped or, or raised severely enough for that to happen. So like all these different, you know, things are being talked about and said, everybody heard it. Everybody felt it. No explanation ever given ever up to this point, not one. But then just like most other things, everybody just forgot about it. No big deal. Everybody forgot about it. Let's move on. Uh, let's let's see what's on CNN and Facebook. And I mean, dude, things like that. That's not just supposed to happen. I mean, so I mean, how do you explain that? What? What? I don't know. That's what. That's where I get into the whole cavern also- system. Fracking causes that, right? Fracking can, but I don't think to that extent. I mean, in 2011, in Trinidad, Colorado, that was one of those synchronistic things we talked about. Trinidad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There was an earthquake that registered, and it was like 2.7 miles deep which is really weird because normally with an earthquake your shallowest point is uh 60 miles and it was and it was only two yeah and then he sees uh then he starts seeing these other accounts of earthquakes and he gets to looking and he even he's like reporting in on this he gets a hold of the news station. He's like, listen, uh, you guys uh, should probably know that they're, uh, somebody's mining or doing something under the ground, and that's what's causing those earthquakes because they're too shallow. And he said they just blew him off. He said, however, a year later, here it all comes out, and they're all losing their minds. They- it's fracking. It was fracking. He's like, yeah. you guys would have known that a year ago if you just listened. <laughs> or they were told to push that agenda. I know where you're going with this. Nope. Well, I mean, they could have been told to push that agenda based on it was a deep underground military base getting added <laughs> on to or taken away from. Man, they're <clears throat> everywhere. They're everywhere. They're all over the country. They're everywhere. And look, I know you're a veteran. And I know I I hate talking about these things because I feel like you should probably be in the loop. You should probably. And maybe you were. And maybe you signed an NDA and you can't talk about these things. And that's why you make me feel so dumb when I'm talking about dumbs. Like a big dummy. A dumb dummy. I promise you. Uh. 
I have Your signed prom- NDAs, but it wasn't because of that. Your promises mean nothing to me. <laughs> NDAs take care of promises. Look, you can't fool me. You can't. You can't fool me, Ryan. I know what you're. Uh, I know what you're hiding, and I'm not standing for it. I will discover the truth. We'll uncover it, and we'll do it for the world to see one day <laughs> when I finally break you down, and you're a full believer, and you're you're just deciding to share everything that you know. It's gonna happen. Oh man. No, one uh, uh you mentioned those spook lights earlier and I don't think we actually clarified what those were or what they looked like. Um this is something that's like totally different from U- the UFO phenomena, right? Yeah. It's uh so they were talking about the sizes of these things and uh it said like some of them would be have a light the size of a, a, I don't know, let's say the size of a big beach ball, but be the size of a golf ball. And the other ones would be the size or the size of a golf ball and have a light the size of a beach ball. Like that was. Yeah, that's crazy. They, that's how they described all these things. And it was a long time ago. I don't think that was the exact wording they used. But uh, I couldn't think of those words, so I just used beach ball and golf ball. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. You guys get it. Uh, we're not the experts here. We're just telling stories. Much like uh, some of these people. But these people were seeing these things. It is documented. Um, and it wasn't just happening in that one area. It started happening on the Eastern seaboard as well. Well, here, I got a little bit right here talking about anomalies along the 37th parallel have been reported since the 19th century. And earlier, if you include reports from indigenous peoples, the Joplin spook light also called the tri-state spook light, and the Ozark spook light were first noted in 1836. It was seen by native people on the Trail of Tears in Missouri and Oklahoma. Luminous objects were spotted near the rising sun at Burrett College in Tennessee on June 1st, 1853. Students reported that one looked like a moon, the other like a star. Might have been a moon and a star. (laughs) The lights did not move for 30 minutes. But expanded, okay. But expanded and contracted in size several times. Uh, residents of Wilmington, Delaware, Delaware, that ain't along the thirty seventh parallel. I guess they're just talking about the 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 glowing uh, the lights. Yeah, um, they saw the sky fill with a pale blue light as a large object moved overhead. It was followed by three red and glowing balls in July. Uh, 1860, according to the Wilmington Tribune, mystery airships were reported in Arkansas, Nebraska, Missouri, Texas, Kansas, and Kentucky in the late 1890s. Wait a minute, what? Mystery airships were reported (laughs) in one, two, three, four, five, six different states in the late 1890s. All right. And And native people 
all have ancient star people stories. Many tribes, including the Navajo, Apache, Pueblo, Hopi, and Santa Clara, all tell creation stories that include their people being brought to the Earth's surface at locations along the 37th parallel, generally in Chaco Canyon, New Mexico, and the Grand Canyon, Arizona. Uh, the Tiwa people identify a location near the Great Sand Dunes Monument in Colorado's St. Louis Valley as their place of emergence. Huh. So. Go ahead. Say that word. Their sacred sites are called. Yeah, I couldn't say that word. <laughs> Sipapu. 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 S-I-P-A-P-U. So you guys pronounce it how you want. Sipapu. I like Sipapu. <laughs> but anyway, that's just crazy. These aren't, you know, these aren't UFO. Well, the mystery airships are UFOs, obviously. <clears throat> but all these lights, it's like the Brown Mountain lights, dude, in North Carolina. The Brown Mountain, I bet that's probably along the 37th parallel, too, or close to it, probably hugging it. Probably. You know, um, for, 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 shoot, decades and decades. Well, I think it even says there's accounts in the 36th and 38th parallel, just not as prevalent as the 37th parallel. Yeah. Um, oh, man, I forgot where I was going with this. I had something to say, and I forgot about it because we were talking about that. Oh, this website. I just read word for word. I'm on the same website as you because you Good. know what I did? You know what I did? I googled, Google. I googled 37th parallel. <laughs> Hit okay. It pulled up a bunch of websites and I went, nope, 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 bingo. And then I pulled it up, sat it down, and I was like, I'm just gonna see if that's the one he goes to. I knew it. The craziest, it's Gaia. <laughs> Have you uh seen their streaming series? No, I haven't. And the document, dude, I cannot believe that. I, You should be ashamed to call yourself a conspiracy theorist. This is, uh, <laughs> Look, just because I don't cover uh, or, or subscribe to Gaia and, and what they're doing, I'm, I'm taking in enough. I'm taking in enough. They won't let you in. Did you see that? Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, so I figured out what those noises were. There's a stupid potted plant out on the porch now and the wind is blowing and it sounded it was just rolling against the corner of the building here yeah you can say whatever you want to say but uh your place is haunted i just saw the lights flicker in and out bro you're yeah you got some stuff going on there we might just investigate your man cave coming up You want me to turn the spirit box on? (laughs) (laughs) Not right now. I got to go to bed here in a little bit. I won't be able to sleep. I'm going to cross my fingers every time we use one. Like, please say something. Justin is going to shit his pants. (laughs) He's going to rub it in my face so hard. (laughs) Uh, Dude, I was listening to... uh, to a podcast I listen to a lot. Sam Tripoli was talking today and uh, was actually two of my podcasting heroes. Sam Tripoli and, and Tony Merkel were doing an episode together about um, Tony Merkel does the confessionals, his documentary, his dog man documentary that he 
had a you know Ward that we interviewed was part of Tony's team on that documentary. Yeah. Um, but they were talking today and and Sam was telling Tony, he's like, Man, you're brave. You're so brave. There's no way that I could do these things and this and that. He said, My first line of defense, if if I'm out in the woods, I'm investigating, and one of these things come at me, he said, I'm crapping my pants. I'm crapping my pants. He said, if they want to eat me, they're gonna have to eat the crap too. He said, That's that's my <laughs> only line of defense. <laughs> he was like, he's like, how good does Krav Maga work on these things? <laughs> But no, man, I just think it's, I mean, kind of winding this whole thing up. Um, you know, like I said, we got to, we got to keep the, we got to keep the show. The show must go on. We got to keep rolling, you know, regardless, you know, I love having guests on here. It don't always work out. Unfortunately, my schedule for sure, but our schedules are so packed full of, you know, with me on my end, it's, it's kids sports and, you know, I have, a couple evenings a week that I have available, sometimes a couple. So I can't really plan all these guests in advance because, you know, I don't know for sure if there's going to be schedule changes or, or rain out, you know, weather <laughs> delays, you know, all these different things. So, I mean, I hate being that guy that schedules a guest for an interview and then I have to be the one to postpone it or I, I just, I don't like, doing that i mean if they have to you know so be it life is life things happen i get it but that's what's so awesome about you know us doing this thing together is regardless of if, if we have a guest or not we're still going to do a show yeah. we still have all these topics that we find interesting and going to talk about and hopefully some people can hear these things and be like oh well i know an expert on that or i've heard an expert here they are, you know, check these guys out, bring them on the show. So, I mean, like, you know, I love having guests, but at the same time, I also love just these conversations that we have. Oh yeah. Because I mean, you read and heard the reviews that I read, you know, the, the, the reviews that we've gotten so far and, and look, we're still babies in this whole game. You know, we're still learning every day. Yeah. What we're episode still- is this? 10? Uh, 10, 11. No, this is like, thir- I think this is 13. Jesus Christ. Where have I been? I don't know. I don't know where you've been. Okay. We're 13 episodes in folks. And uh, I'd just like to introduce myself. I'm Ryan. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's nuts. Yeah. Episode 13. But still, I mean, that's, that's babies in, in this area. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> So, I mean, you know, that's it. We're just, we're just trying to have good conversations. We're trying to, to hear great stories from, from really awesome people. You know, we haven't had a guest yet that after we've conducted the interview on the show, I haven't been in contact with since. Yeah. I'm talking about this and that. So that's what I love about this is, is we're building relationships. Yeah. You know, and, and some of these relationships, hopefully – with this project that we're looking toward and going to be working on, they can jump in too. You know, they can jump in, be a part of it. And we just continue to grow this thing until, you know, we have a, a backlog of of guests that want to come on. (laughs) Speaking of uh, growing this thing, 
I want to give a shout out to our new producer, Lance Compton. He was on our show two episodes ago. Um, he and Justin have been lifelong friends. That's the first time I've ever met. I've never physically met Lance, but uh, the dude's awesome. He's just a lovable guy, uh, straight shooting. When he says he's going to research something, that's it. Uh, he's already down a rabbit hole. We can't even find him right now. He's supposed to teach a class. <laughs> but we don't know where he's at. Um, so, Lance, if you're hearing this, just come on back, bud. <laughs> just come on back in. Come on to take, take a breath. <laughs> I love my voice. No, man, that's uh, it, it's funny that you mentioned that because – I was talking to him after that and, and he, <laughs> I told him, I said, as a producer of the show now, he said, um, what does that even really mean? I said, I don't know. Ryan says you like give titles to episodes and just show up when we need you. That's, that's a producer. <laughs> he was like, okay, well, you know, I can do that, but I know Lance and I know the kind of guy that he is. And I know when we first started talking about, this project, I'm going to, this is going to get really old. This is going to get really, really old. Keep calling it this project. Um, when we first started talking, I was like, I said, you, you know, I, you, you did it and you decided that's what we'd call it. And, well, I know, but, <laughs> you, you've pissed I, yourself off. I already don't like it. I do that a lot. <laughs> I do that a lot. But, you know, I knew that he's one of these guys you want on a team because. He does, man. He he dives deep. He asks questions. He researches. He's well read. I mean, he just if he's interested in something, he's going to learn everything there is to know about it. And that's the kind of you know that that's what we need. You know, I wish that I was more like this because you and I both are shoot from the hip. Let's wing it. You know, let's go into this thing and just have a good time and have conversation. You know, with with a team that, you know, in the first couple episodes, we talked about, you know, building a team and was throwing it out there hypothetically. And but, dude, 13 episodes in, we're building a team. We have research producers that we're sitting here talking about right now. We have people that are coming to us saying, you know, that know a little bit about what we're doing, saying, oh, hey, I know this guy that and here's his story. I know this girl and here's her story. Um, here's this contact, um, you know, all, all this different stuff, man. You have people that are, are chipping in saying, uh, you know, I have a family member that, that worked at this place for, you know, years and years and years and retired from there. You know, I'll, I'll give you her contact so you can get up there and ask her these questions, you know, see if anything crazy's went on there. So, I mean, you know, even family members, like, you know, I was at a, a dinner at my, my grandma's the other day and I was just asking, just, just openly asking questions. Hey, do y'all know anything about this place? And man, it was just like information, 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 you know, everything, everybody just excited about what's going on here, what we're doing. That's what I love, man. Cause I didn't believe like, well, I believed because I don't start anything without looking all the way down the road and seeing my end goal. And I'm going to, and I know you're the same way. We'll work our butts off until we get there. 
Oh yeah. Until we get there or it all totally blows up in our face. But what I didn't realize and look, yeah, we have quite a few listeners in a quite in quite a few different locations and I'm super thankful for each and every one of them. I'm thankful for all the reviews and the ratings. I'm thankful for people sharing it. But more than all of that, I'm thankful for the people that are coming together in this close, tight-knit team that we're building. You know, even if if they don't even know they're a part of it, they're a huge part of it. That's that's what I love. Yeah. It is uh it is growing. Uh the fan base is getting larger. That's always exciting. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, I just kind of go about this like it, it it really does make me happy and I get excited. I'm like, mm, yes, this thing is blowing up like we want it to. But also at the same time, uh I get all my info from Justin because <laughs> he's gotta know those numbers, man. He's like, all right, we're in this percentile, we've had this many downloads. <laughs> We've got to pick this up. <laughs> like, uh, we're 13 Look, episodes in and we're in the top 25%. Let's I told you, I told you I'm goal oriented. I'm goal. I might, I might be wing it, shoot from the hip, but I'm goal oriented. I'm going to go about it in a totally different way than yeah. most people. It's not going to be organized. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be a straight line, but we're going to get there. Well, the great thing about it is, is I'm just uh, I'm like a, a, a sagebrush in the wind, man. Let's just go. I'm up for whatever. As long as you have gummies. <laughs> Do well, not choke have. on your water. <laughs> and that's the show. I've killed Justin. That's the show, everybody. Justin choked on water. And uh, that's it. That's it. But no, guys, uh, Ryan, you got anything else before we uh, close this thing out? I thought this was a good conversation. I mean, more, oh, yeah. than any, more than anything, I just hope it gets people looking into this whole 37th parallel thing and trying to come up with their own ideas and theories and, and just look into the stories, man. The stories are there, – there's thousands, thousands. It's yeah. nuts. Uh, or if you already have theories about it, you know our email address, appalachianintelligence at gmail.com. Um, I'm constantly monitoring it. Uh, I want to give a shout out. I just received an email earlier. One of my favorite podcasts out there, uh, Darren Marlar, uh, and the Weird Darkness Show. It is great. He uh, does everything from uh, audiobooks to uh, animated shows, all this stuff. But he has his podcast, and he 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 posts daily. Like this man is on top of his podcast game. He he posts daily and still has some in the vault that he can bring back. Like it's crazy how much content he creates, but he's awesome at what he does. Uh, he's a man of faith, but he also he stays true to any author's book because he's legally bound, you know, as the narrator. But uh, he uh, got one of our he got our promo and he's going to play that. Uh, in the pre-series, you know, the prelogue of his uh, episode is dropping tonight. So I just want to give a shout out to him if he ever hears this. Uh, hears this. Thank you, Darren. And again, just love your show and keep up the good work. And uh, 
we're praying for those migraines. Yeah, man, that's awesome. That is awesome. I mean, to have somebody in that capacity even consider, you know, putting our promo out there, putting anything that we have to, you know, promoting what what we're doing is is fantastic. So, Darren, yeah, if you're listening to this, we thank you a million times over. And if there's anything that we could ever do for you, just let us know. Um, but guys, that's it. You know, this was this was a good conversation. I had a lot of fun. Uh, just know this is just a segue into where we're going. And oh, yes. then where we're going will be a segue into the project. <laughs> There's a this lot of segues here, folks. Uh, the batteries don't last that long. Wait, that's a segue, right? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know what I'm saying. It's a joke. I know what it is. Yeah, um, this is layers upon layers upon layers. Everything we <laughs> everything we do, there, there's a method to our madness. So just stick yeah. with it. Stick with <laughs> it. Trust that. Trust the process. And know that... Everything we do, even if this was just a fun conversation, which it was, it's it's, oh, a, yeah. it's a building block and a leading up to bigger and bigger and bigger. So with that, thank you guys. Thank you for tuning in again. Thank you for the ratings and reviews. Um, thank you for sharing the show. And, and we ask that you do that any way possible. You know, share it on your social media. Share it by word of mouth. I mean, that's the biggest way is share it with your friends, share it with your family, you know, share it however you share it. It doesn't really matter to us. Just share it because that's that's the way this show really, really grows. Um, all of our social media links will be in the show notes. Follow us on our social media accounts. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube at Appalachian Intelligence. And again, just like Ryan said, if you have your your own personal stories, theories, whatever you're looking into that you want to talk about, email us, let us know, and uh, we'll get you on the show. We'll get you on the show. Yeah. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it. We have a great guest coming on next week. Um, y'all are going to love it. Y'all are going to love the conversation that we have there. And we actually have a couple more guests lined up after that, after her as, as well. So y'all stick around, stay tuned. We're trying to keep the topics broad. We're trying to keep, uh, you know, to do a lot of, of different things to talk about a lot of different, um, a lot of different things in this realm, in this realm that we're in with the, the paranormal encrypteds and, you know, all this different stuff, conspiracy, um, we're trying to keep it fresh and we're trying to bring on these guests that, that have expertise in these things. So hope you guys are still enjoying again, share it, please. Um, and tune in again next week, but we love you guys. And until next time, see we'll see y'all later. You all later.